Hey everybody, welcome back to the Elon Musk podcast. This is a show where we discuss the critical crossroads that shape SpaceX, Tesla, X, The Boring Company, and Neuralink. And I'm your host, Will Walden. If you want uninterrupted episodes of the Elon Musk podcast, please go to clubelon.supercast.com to find out how. There's a link in the show notes. The United States has acquired new intelligence concerning Russia's development of a nuclear anti-satellite system intended for deployment in outer space. Now, this information has been shared with Congress and key international allies, sparking discussions about its political public discourse due to the gravity of these findings. Now, despite the serious nature of this intelligence, it's reported that the system does not currently pose a direct threat to U.S. interests, as it remains in the developmental phase and has not been deployed in orbit. Now, detailed briefings were provided to senior members of Congress who, despite acknowledging the seriousness of the intelligence, emphasize that there is no immediate danger to the United States. This sentiment was echoed by three U.S. officials who are privy to the intelligence, noting that this system's development is ongoing and its operational status has yet to be achieved. Now, the exact process of the technology remains uncertain with one official highlighting that the threat does not encompass a weapon intended for human targets. And the nature of the system, whether it's a powered by nuclear energy or armed with nuclear capabilities, remains unspecified within the intelligence. This ambiguity adds a layer of complexity to the situation, with implications for both international security and also space policy. Now, the potential for a nuclear anti-satellite capability introduces significant concerns regarding the militarization of space and the risks associated with such developments. Now, the possibility of Russia deploying an anti-satellite weapon in orbit raises significant concerns for U.S. national security, particularly for the integrity of nuclear command and control satellites. Hans Christensen, a leading expert in nuclear information, stressed the critical role these satellites play in maintaining seamless oversight of the U.S. nuclear arsenal. The introduction of an anti-satellite system in orbit, he argues, would represent a substantial escalation in the threat landscape, potentially undermining the stability of nuclear deterrence mechanisms. Advancement of space-based nuclear capabilities was first brought to public attention by ABC News. This revelation came amid broader discussions on national security and also the militarization of space, highlighting the ongoing concerns regarding the weaponization of the final frontier and its implications for global security dynamics. Now, the disclosure of this intelligence initiated a flurry of activity in Washington, with Representative Mike Turner, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, announcing the existence of a serious national security threat. This announcement prompted immediate and widespread attention, leading numerous lawmakers to seek detailed briefings on the matter, reflecting the gravity of the situation and its implications for U.S. and allied security interests. Now, despite the urgency signaled by Turner's announcement, some lawmakers expressed skepticism about the immediate necessity of such an alert. A Democratic member with extensive national security experience questioned the precedent of such a rabid mobilization of congressional attention, suggesting that the intelligence, while significant, may not have warranted such an immediate and public response. Now, efforts to mitigate the ensuing concern were evident, with House Speaker Representative Mike Johnson assuring the public and lawmakers that the situation was under control it did not necessitate alarm. This response aimed to temper the initial reaction and emphasize the ongoing efforts to address the intelligence findings within the appropriate governmental and military channels. 
Now, the intelligence briefing significance was affirmed by Representative Jim Himes, the top Democrat on the Intelligence Committee, who described the information as important, but not a cause for panic. The statement sought to balance the acknowledgement of the intelligence's seriousness with a call for measured and informed response, avoiding unnecessary escalation or alarm. Now, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan expressed surprise at the public disclosure of the intelligence, noting that a briefing for key congressional leaders had already been scheduled. And Sullivan's remarks underscored the delicate balance between transparency and operational security, especially concerning sensitive intelligence that could have broad strategic implications. And in response to the unfolding situation, Representative Turner called for the declassification of the intelligence to facilitate a broader discussion on the appropriate countermeasures and responses. This call for transparency reflects the tension between the need for public accountability and the imperative to protect sensitive sources and methods integral to national security. The Senate Intelligent Committee's leadership acknowledged the intelligence's significance while highlighting the challenges associated with declassifying such information. This statement reflects the ongoing debate over transparency and also security, and it shows that there's complexities of handling intelligence that pertains to emerging military capabilities and also threats. And the context of the intelligence disclosure is further complicated by the political dynamics surrounding U.S. support for Ukraine amidst its conflict with Russia. The debate over a substantial aid package for Ukraine intersects with broader geopolitical tensions, influencing the discourse on national security and the strategic calculus of U.S. foreign policy. Representative Turner's advocacy for continued support for Ukraine contrasts with a broader partisan debate over foreign aid and military assistance, illustrating the intricate connections between domestic politics, international relations, and national security considerations. The pursuit of anti-satellite capabilities by Russia is documented in various defense analyses, represents a continued effort to challenge U.S. and allied space assets. The strategy encompasses a range of potential tactics, from electronic jamming to kinetic destruction, and it shows that this is a multifaceted nature of modern military competition in outer space. The development of a nuclear-armed or nuclear-powered anti-satellite system by Russia would contravene international agreements such as the Outer Space Treaty of 1967, which prohibits the deployment of weapons of mass destruction in space. And such a move would have profound implications for international law, space governance, and global security, underscoring the importance of adherence to established norms and also treaties. Now, the U.S.'s response to this intelligence, as articulated by the National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, shows that the non-apparational status of the Russian capability and seeks to reassure both domestic and international audience of the absence of an immediate threat. Now, Kirby's statements also address the broader implications of Russia's actions for space security and the necessity of diplomatic engagement to address the challenges posed by the militarization of space. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. I really do appreciate your support. If you could take a second and hit the subscribe or the follow button on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on right now, I'd greatly appreciate it. It helps out the show tremendously and you'll never miss an episode. And each episode is about 10 minutes or less to get you caught up quickly. And please, if you want to support the show even more, go to patreon.com slash stage zero. And please take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you tomorrow.